This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. We'll get things started. Um, we'll start off with who's hot and who's due. Um, for my person who's hot, or not even a person, really, I'm going to go with referee slander. So NFL referees are really in deep water right now with, uh, what's it, like taunting penalties. And yeah. people are crying about it, but I don't really see the point because our next generation of athletes, they can't be doing all this taunting stuff. It's just bad taste. And, I mean, fans, they can say whatever they want to the players. I don't think that's right either. I mean – it's just ridiculous and pathetic that these players have to be so disrespectful to each other. I don't, there's no room for it in the game. It's ruining the integrity. You serious? Let me just say, <laughs> I was with Joey this weekend and he said that. And he just looked at him like, like, are you fucking stupid? No, but back to this issue. <laughs> sounded like such a dad. Back to this issue, like in all seriousness, I don't get why players can't talk shit to each other because it's not like you can hear it like on TV or like even see what they're like saying when fans like with kids around in the stands, <laughs> they can yell the most vulgar shit ever. Like you hear stories of people going to like crazy environments like Philly or like even like New York where fans are just absolutely brutal. And I, but like taunting is an issue. Like I, I don't, I don't really get it. Well, the thing I don't get about that, though, is you think about it. These guys are, like, 30 years old. Like, they're grown men, you know. They have, like, a wife and family. Like, you really can't flex and show emotion. And, like, the fan part, too. Yeah, Joey, I agree. Um, when I was at the Iowa, Iowa State game in the student section, I think the over-under the over under on how many uh, fuck the hawk chants were in the Iowa State and student, student section, me and my buddies set it at 18 and a half, and it got beat before the game even started. I think it, <laughs> no, I we're counting. I think it, it, it was somewhere in the 30s, but I remember like right. I watched the highlights like I don't know, like a couple days after the game, and after Iowa State scored right before halftime, you you literally can hear it in the background. Like the whole student section's got got a fucked hawk and You can hear it on TV. Well, I mean, yeah. you even have these colleges screaming like the fuck Joe Biden chance and like that. I mean, I don't. Yeah, really that's like a political what, like, thing. You are like I'm not a political guy at all, but. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect when you round up five to 10,000 college kids that are fucking loaded? And then, like, yeah, when Iowa was taking the field, some shooter, I saw a shooter go flying onto the field and hit some dude in the helmet. But it's like, uh, they're probably used to it. It's just, I yeah. really don't get why they're so worried about players talking shit to each other when, you know, you just have these fans where little kids are at, too. Like, <laughs> like I'm all for fans, like, being fans is short for fanatics for a reason, but like, I don't know. I think there's a lot more different things they could do than fucking make a taunting rule. Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on to who's due. I'm going to do Kadarius Tony, the rookie wide receiver for the Giants. Uh, me, Jack, and Luke, current and you listening, currently have more receiving yards than he does. He's sitting at negative two right now. And uh, I kind of only bring this guy up because when we had our, like, our draft, like, analyst thing or whatever, like, a lot of episodes ago, I liked Kadarius Tony a lot because of his route running and everything. But so far, he is fucking dog shit. Yeah, he was a big name kind of coming out of the draft. Oh, he was a first-rounder. Yeah, like, and, and when they got drafted, everyone was like, oh, he's a good receiver, like, good, big physical receiver. And yeah, well. We'll see. I mean, he's got a long career, but is that all, Joe? Yep. All right. For my hot, who's hot? I'm gonna go Fresno State quarterback Jake Hayner. He, um, so they're playing at UCLA, and he drives down the. So he get the. They take the lead. UCLA takes the lead. He drives down with like seven minutes left, takes the lead back. UCLA then scores or whatever. Fifty-four seconds left. He gets the ball back. He got hit on the last drive, I think, in the hip. Guy can barely move. He Every throw he makes, he holds his hip. Anyways, he drives down 50 seconds, down four, so they need a touchdown. Game-winning touchdown. After the play, he he falls down, just lays on the ground. He's in so much pain. But he fights through it for their two game-winning drives. And these guys are – they're three and one. They went to Eugene and played against Oregon. 
and lost in the fourth quarter. They had the lead. Then they go to at the Rose Bowl and play UCLA, and they beat them when they were number 13, and they were still only ranked number 22. That doesn't make any sense to me. But, yeah, so that's the who's high because they are on a heater. That's a good football team for Fresno State. I want to talk State. about uh, Fresno State a little bit. Um, so I had a parlay going, Rutgers, or no, uh, Cincinnati winning by spread. Then Iowa, the under, hammered that. And then the last Fresno game. Fresno played at night against UCLA. Me and Luke are at the bar. You know, we get up on stage like normal. Nobody is on the stage. Within seconds, fucking the whole stage is packed. Anyway, but we would, like, sing a song, like, be drinking or whatever, and then I will just have my phone right in front of my face, just keep refreshing this Fresno State game. And when they won, oh, my God, I couldn't fucking believe it. Hit, like, my first parlay of the year. So happy. Just drank some more to celebrate. It was a great fucking day for us. I mean, yeah. in college football betting, like, me, you, and Beast all just went fucking off. <laughs> just to lose it all in football. I mean, <laughs> no shit. Bit. But no, we we're yeah, the Fresno State, I put a parlay in the chat the, the other day and I said these guys can win this game easily. I almost I should have done it. I mean obviously put your money where your mouth is I didn't, so can't take credit for it. But yeah, I know they I said they could win that game and they did. But anyways, who's due? I'm gonna go Florida State. That's there's 0-3 start. They had a huge game against Notre Dame where they barely lost. And then they turn around and lose to Jackson State, was it? Or Jacksonville uh, State or something? Jacksonville yeah. State, I think. And then Wake Forest by, like, 20. Tight. And then – um, but their number one recruit that they have coming in next year says he's 100% committed and he is going there. He's not changing. So we'll see if that actually holds up. But they're due to do, land something, maybe a couple wins, or even this number one recruit maybe get them going a little bit. Well, Florida State, like, their definition of change is, like, changing like a diaper. Like, they're good for a <laughs> couple hours, and then they just shit their pants again and, like, try to change it. They just change it. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I can, get, I can get behind that, yeah. Yeah, so for my uh, who's hot and do for the week, for my who's hot, I'm going to go Bryce Plusle, a.k.a. Beast. The Beast. You know, <laughs> Him hitting a parlay is just as likely as the Bears winning the Super Bowl. It happens about once every, I don't know, 35 years. But, you know, <laughs> miracles do come true. He hit a parlay this week. I don't know. I think it was like a 12, 13 legger for $1,000. Props to the like, East. No, I think it's only six. Oh, well, he won twenty or $1,000, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, Team Beast. Right. Always. And then for my who's due of the week, um, Luke Gedkin's fantasy football team. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jack. I need that. Uh, 60 points in week one, 80 points in week two, a combined of 84. 140. 84. 84. Um, I think if I drafted a team of all Jacksonville Jaguars players, I think I would have beat him in back-to-back weeks. So for all you fantasy football listeners out there, any advice from Luke Gedkin, do not take it. No, here's the thing, though. Um <laughs> I will make playoffs. I do it every year, and I will make it. You wait. Long season. I just, just got a lot of game left. Revamp. Uh, this is what real G- GMs make their money right here. When you're down, you need to do something big, and I'm going to. It's coming. I don't know how. don't know when. don't know from who, where, whatever. Probably ask Riley for a trade again or something. Trade rate him again. We'll see. I think every team, sports team you follow, though, has a laughing stock of a GM in front office, though. Yeah. So you don't have much guidance. <laughs> no, no. That's you right. Got a good farm though. system behind you, Luke? Uh, it was a dynasty league, maybe. <laughs> but it's not. So it's all right. It's all right. No, can't. It's two weeks in. Can't get too discouraged right now. Keep your head up. Got to keep, keep rowing the boat. PJ <laughs> Fleck would say. By Jack calling Luke due, that means that I'm now due because last week Jack was due and now Luke is due. So if next week, that, that's kind of scary. This it probably means you're going to shit the bed this week. That, yep. Yeah, I might just keep my money in my pocket this week, but uh, I can bet an arm and a leg that I won't. So um, we'll move into a little bit of college football. We'll start with the Florida-Bama game. Um I mean, great fucking game. I 
had a feeling in my gut that Florida's going to keep this close. They did. Did I bet on it? No, because it's Alabama and they can blow the doors open on anybody like on any given Saturday. So, um, yeah, I can't really remember much from this game because we were absolutely loaded, but uh, I just thought I'd bring it up because it was a big game. Yeah. Like, yeah. It basically, if Florida hits that, they miss an extra point in the second quarter. If they make that and then they do whatever, everything else happens the same. They go down, they tie the game, goes overtime. Or well, Bama they was, like, then they Bama, lose Bama, by two, though. Yeah, because they had to go for two in the fourth oh. quarter. Right, right, yeah. So, that. but there was like three minutes left, so Bama would have had the ball with three minutes, and they probably would have scored at least a field goal because they actually have a good kicker this year, I heard. Uh, yeah, but it proves that Bama's the top team in the country and they're beatable. So, it's good that a lot of these teams are beatable at the top now. So, that's going to be a crazy year, I think, for college football, and I'm so excited for that. It kind of sucks because this game was in the swamp. And I was hoping to make like a Shrek joke if Florida won, <laughs> like get out of me swamp, but that didn't that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't watch like any of this game. Uh, my buddy turned twenty one on Saturday, and I was in no condition to watch a game, even like look at the TV screen when they were playing. So yeah, my input is um, pretty shallow when it comes to Saturday, except for the Iowa State game. I watched that at the bar. Yeah, I know. I think it was who was over. It was Riley or someone asked us about uh, the Iowa game, and they said something. Did you see me or whatever? Oh yeah. We, just, we weren't seeing shit. Is what Joe we goes. <laughs> we were we were really drunk. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. Not so see how this all happened is we're like just sitting in the living room, like just casually watching football, and we're like, "Well, we might as well watch outside." When we go outside, it's a beautiful day, and it just encourages you to just drink beer and. Iowa blew the doors open on fucking who do we even play again? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say it blow Kent State. Yeah, no, look Kent, at the box score. We didn't blow no doors open. Get get Ben State. Hey, we covered though. So we did because uh, that damn safety. Yeah, Cameron Thunder on that game. I guess if we're gonna talk about the Hawks, I'll just bring up Iowa State a little bit. They also covered so. Congratulations, Iowa State. In Vegas, too. There's, I saw that there's actually a lot of Iowa State fans there. So, as you can say, if you're from Iowa and you like football, you travel well. That's what I would say. Well, UNLV, not a great program. They probably have no one at that game. Yeah, but it was in the Raider Stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's I right. guess I'll put my input on that. That'd be cool. That's cool. To, even if you're from Vegas, that'd be cool to just go to. Yeah, so, I mean, it just gives people a reason to go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, I'll give my input for that game. Um, I'll start off with, uh, uh, how about that ride in, boys? <laughs> <laughs> that ride in was looking sweet. I guess that's and, why they call it Sin City. Yeah, after this week, they actually call it Win City for the clones. Because <laughs> UNLV is the doormat of whatever conference they're in. I don't know. They might be in the FCS. They play like they're in the FCS. But 48-3, to Brock Purdy threw his first touchdown pass of the year, speaking of do. Um, <laughs> you know, I think we got Kansas next week, so, you know. No, Baylor. Oh, no, it's Kansas, oh, I think. This week? Is it, is it Baylor? This week's Baylor, and I was just going to say something. It's minus seven. I'm going to hammer Iowa State in that game. Appreciate the support. Minus seven? Baylor's a joke of a football program now. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll root for Iowa State this week, Jack. Wow. That's fine. <laughs> um, Jack, any more? No, I mean, you just look at the box score. That's all you got to see. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Um, next game, Penn State night game against Bo Nix and Auburn. Uh, <laughs> fucking Luke rides Bo Nix's dicks. Um, that's a fact. And I was full blown Penn State hashtag Team Beast. Um, you got the we are Penn State thing going. Um, insane environment. I knew Bo Nix was not going to win this game, and I was correct. And uh, I mean, that's all I really have to say. I think the main part of this game was just environment in general. We definitely got to go to a Penn State game sometime. Definitely night game, whiteout would be great. I was telling Luke. Uh, when I was all loaded, I'm like, if I went to Penn State, there's no chance I would have a navy blue shirt. They would all be white. 
Yeah. Um, first of all, I did not have – I didn't think Auburn was going to win by any means. I had him covering five. That's it. But you were, like, just, yeah, boom, all fucking game. Well, because I don't know anyone else on the damn team. Yeah, someone asked fair. me that. Someone asked Please me that. Like, name someone else on Auburn. I was like, don't need to. All I need is ball. But, yeah, so, yeah, I had them covering, and that was it. And they were damn close a couple of times. They had, they, had the, they had their chance. If you watch the game, they had their chance. But being an Iowa fan from the Big Ten, I do still appreciate like Penn, Penn State because of their whiteout. Yeah, just like the Bama game, I did not tune into this game. Um, but what or, um, going off of what Joey said, uh, yeah, going to a Penn State game would – be unreal. I think, in my opinion, the best atmosphere in college football, and I don't think it's close either. A Penn State whiteout game, I should clarify. But yeah, that would be, or it definitely is on my bucket list of something to do in the near future. I'm not very positive if anybody calls him this because I haven't heard it yet, but Penn State's quarterback, his name is Sean Clifford, and he has an orange goatee. So if they don't call him Clifford the Big Red Dog, then uh, I'd like to trademark that right now. Uh, Ginger Nation. Anyway, I think that wraps up college football. Am I correct? Yeah, pretty much. All right, we'll move into NFL football. Um, see where I'm at here. Week two, we'll start off with a game that happened yesterday. Lions-Packers. We hammered Lions to cover by 11.5. Uh, you know, they looked really hot in the first half, but, like, the Packers were due. And, oh, do you remember when the Packers only scored three points against the Saints last week? Um, yeah. There's going to be a lot of remember wins this fucking rundown, so be ready for that. But, yeah, uh, Packers are back. So, oh, and Aaron Jones, he, like, dumped his dad's ashes on in the end zone or something like that. That's kind of cool, kind of weird. No. I mean – that's the Packers for you. Joe, he his necklace got like fell off or something. But like he but didn't the ashes after, like after he found them? After he but, found the like, necklace? But I'm just saying like his at his dad's ashes were in the end zone. Oh yeah, he didn't dump them okay. on, like, on purpose. Well, still, but I mean that's <laughs> you know, it's kinda cool. Yeah. Aaron <laughs> Jones Aaron Jones certified football guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the over under on his uh, rush yards was sixty eight though. He had sixty seven. That's tough. But um, <laughs> I had Lions covering, and I really thought it was a lock at halftime. I'm like, there's no way they just shit the bed here and lose by eleven or twelve, and they fucking did. They are terrible. Jared Goff. Once it started raining, and Jared Goff got the ball, I'm like, oh boy. Every single time, like this is not gonna end well, and he fucking did not end well. He's false without his hand. Every fucking time he dropped back. But goal Lions, fuck Packers. Yeah, I mean, I watched this game last night. Uh, 20 passing yards off from Rodgers to make a few bucks last night, but that didn't happen. But, you know, not a bad game. Uh, It's a division game, so it's always going to be close. I think the game was closer than it seemed. Like, obviously, the Lions Lions were up three at halftime, and then the Packers just kind of – took over whenever Goff realized that he was Jared Goff. Um, yeah, second half, Packers just fucking beat him 21 to nothing in the second half. So that basically explains all you got to know. Um, the last thing I want to bring up about this, Monday Night Football, they now have the Manning brothers, like, with their own, like, broadcasting thing. Uh, fuck that. Just put them in the booth. Like, I think Steve Levy and whoever he's with, like, should stick to Sports Center. And just forget Monday Night Football. Like, if you're going to have the Mannings, just put them in the booth. Make it, like, it would be way more entertaining. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't think they want to do that, though. No, they definitely don't. They but, just want to show mean, up and talk. Yeah. Next game, Bills-Dolphins. Hey, uh, do you guys remember when the Bills got embarrassed by the Steelers last week at home? Uh, yeah, me too. Well, anyway, they ended up beating the Dolphins anyway, 35 to nothing. Um, the story of this game, Tua got hurt. He won't be back next week. Uh, rib injury, I believe. Um, yeah, just overall barn burner for the Bills. So, 
Yeah, this game was a fucking shit show. I don't think it was on red zone after the sec- after the um second half or the second quarter. I don't think they even fucking played it on red zone because it was. There's no way they were coming back with Brissett in the fucking game. Yeah, I did. Well, I was watching the game though. I think the Dolphins made it into the red zone about six or seven times. Oh yeah, they were there. It ended in six or seven turnovers. (laughs) So I mean, you know, you think about it, they kick a field goal every time they're in the red zone, and they only lose by fourteen. But yeah, yeah, having them covering was (laughs) tough. Um, that's why there's week three in football to bet on. Last thing I want to bring up about this game, uh, Jacoby Brissett was wearing like I don't know, probably an extra large jersey, but his feet, but his uh, sleeves were like uh, quadruple XL. Um, yeah, you need to cut them down a little bit. Now, why does he? Why does he do that? I, paid manager. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it cold <laughs> or what? Like, why the fuck is he wearing a hockey jersey? Paid Manning drip. <laughs> yeah, drip. Okay. Um, <laughs> Luke said I had drip last or last Sunday. No, Thanks, no, Luke. no, no. Um, next game, Bad Bengals, Bengals, Bears, Bengals, Bears. Um, the Bears hang in there late. They beat the Bengals. Uh, you guys remember when the Bengals beat the Vikings last week in overtime? And I do. Yeah. So another fucking weird game that I lost. Uh, you guys won it, but yeah, the Bears are one and one. Andy uh, Dalton's revenge game, too. My bad. Forgot to bring this up. Andy Dalton's revenge game. Didn't end up winning it. If anything, he, like, or, no, I guess he did win it technically, but, like, his knee did it. And uh, Justin Fields, the future, he's in. If you, Yeah, if you actually thought Andy Dalton's going into this game losing, you have not, you were fucking dumber and shit. He's ain't losing to the Bengals. Ginger Nation. <laughs> but, yeah, our defense actually played really well. That's what I was most happy about. To see them actually come up out and play, but uh, Fields came in. He didn't look great, but obviously he wasn't supposed to be the quarterback to be in the game. So it's like, did they, did Nagy even really plan to put him in? Probably not. I had no idea what he was doing, coaching when he went in the game. But yeah, I good win, one one top of the division. Love to see it. Yeah, it's another day in the life as Bears fans and have top of the division in week two, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, Fields did look kind of shitty. He got kind of got well. He got thrown into the fire, and he probably wasn't even taking reps with the first team all week. But yeah, I'm surprised, Joe. You didn't um, roll with your roll with the Red Rocket, um, especially as a revenge game. Like, I mean, it's a win-win for you, the Red Rocket, and uh, playing the Bengals. But I guess that just shows you how much of a degenerate gamble gambler Joe is. I didn't even bet actual money on it, so suck my dick. But um. We'll move on to the next game, though. The Broncos were actually a team that made sense this week and took care of an inferior opponent. Uh, they beat the Jaguars 23-13. to That's literally all I have on this game. They just took care of business, and that's it. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, that's his middle name, is fucking, you know, system quarterback, take care of business. <laughs> the certified cover boy covers again. That's badass. I saw it on uh, Instagram, but thank you. <laughs> He's like 75% against the spread. He's unbelievable in his career. That's all I got to say, too. Yeah, well, I got a few things, actually. Um, If I was a GM and you gave me the choice to pick from either Urban Meyer or Hugh Jackson to lead my franchise for the next 10 years, I wouldn't even like let you finish your sentence and say Hugh Jackson. Urban Meyer is terrible. Like, congrats. You can win games in college when there's five stars. But, like, across the board. But he is terrible. They have weapons on offense, except for their O-line, which is a big part of it, though. But he's making Trevor Lawrence look like an absolute bitch. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Hugh Jackson, he's next up on the Jaguars list. No, I want to say I feel bad for these quarterbacks that keep getting drafted so high because they get put in the shittiest spot. Like, it sucks for them. It actually does because their coach probably got fired too, the previous coach. So you got a, a new coach who probably doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. And then, he, like, Trevor Lawrence comes in and he gets Urban Myers as coach. Like, I feel bad for the kid almost. Urban Meyer to USC. It's going to happen. Um, we're just waiting right now. 
<laughs> Next game, Texans versus Browns. Uh, Tyrod Taylor revenge game. He also got hurt, though. Uh, Texans covered by 12 and a half. Like we said, that's just way too many points. And, yeah, but the Browns, they still took care of business, uh, leading the AFC North 2-0. Or, no, they're 1-1. One one. Fuck me. They're tied now. So, yeah, Steelers are tied their division, too. Well, yeah, the whole AFC North's 1-1 one one right now. Yeah, so we're tied for one. Top of the division. You're also tied for last, though. That's, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> That division is dumpster fire, though. That Texans. No, it is not. We're oh, the Texans. Texans. Oh, the Texans. Easy. Short fuse. Three teams short in the playoffs fuse. Yeah, short fuse. Man. Chill, chill, chill. Well, just wait till we get the Steelers game. Holy fuck. Anywho, Tyrod plays. They probably win this game. I don't know. That's really all I gotta say. Baker tosses <laughs> <laughs> his shoulder out. Pops it right back in. Comes back and throws the guy on the ground with the other one. I was. I don't know if you saw that video. It was pretty badass. He's blocking for someone. He used one hand and throws a corner on the ground with his good arm. Yeah, and they yeah. had him mic'd up, and he, like, went up to yeah, one of his goes, teammates, and he's like, yeah, I just tossed that guy with one just arm. Just buried him in the ground. Imagine. Yeah, I know we talked about it last week, but um, <clears throat> the Texans really aren't that bad of a football team. Uh, obviously, their defense sucks. But their offense actually isn't too bad. When Tyrod Taylor was in the game, like, they literally were, like, tied with the Browns the entire game, and he goes down and it turns into a shit show for them. But I know Taylor's out. I'm not sure how long he's out. Probably just a week or two, I think, I saw today. But, yeah, their offense actually isn't bad, so might be a sneaky team to cover in the near future if Tyrod Taylor's at quarterback. Davis Mills. He'll probably cover, too. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> Next game, Colts-Rams. Uh, hey, uh, do you remember when the Rams looked elite versus Bears and the Colts looked like dog shit versus Seahawks? Well, the complete opposite happened this week. The Rams couldn't cover three and a half. Uh, good pick, Jill. Uh, death taxes, Matt Stafford wins in late games. Yeah, I remember, I remember this game coming on, and it was like, I know you and I think Beast had it too, Rams covering, and wow. Every time they had the ball, Beast like saying some shit about I don't even know. Sorry, you you too, Joe. He's like that's never gonna happen. You're like praying for shit to happen. It's like all right, but yeah, Stafford, they're winning that game. Wentz, good thing he fucking lost again. Zero and two. How does it feel, buddy? Be one and one if you're at the Bears. Well, probably zero and two because Wentz is a fucking walking owl. But yeah, yeah, you know, right. yeah. Andy Dalton over Wentz any day, any day that ends in Y, but. Rams, I mean, they looked fine. Their defense struggled at the end, but I don't think I'd be worried about the Rams having a bad year. Like, I think they'll be all right. Um, Cooper Cup, big game, nine for one sixty-three and two touchdowns. Um, shout out to all those small white guys trying to be slot receivers at D three colleges right now. Shout out Drake George. This is going to be you in the future. It gives people like Drake George hope. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Shout out to NICC. Go Cougs. Uh, we're 4-0 right now. Next game, Steelers-Raiders. Uh, hey, uh, remember when the Steelers beat the Bills in Buffalo last week? Wow, what a fucking game. Um, anyway, the Raiders are the biggest frauds in the NFL. They can only beat teams that are injured. Everybody who, oh, Rams 2-0, or Raiders 2-0. Yeah, right. Suck my dick. They wouldn't be if we were healthy. Um, and, you know, like, so I've been talking this year about how Big Ben looks like a question mark, you know? Like, he's a question mark whether, like, he if he's good, we're good. But I never realized that Big Ben literally is built like a question mark. Like, he has these, like, real skinny legs where you'd think he does, like, a lot of cardio and shit, but his body's just all massive and gross, and he can't fucking move and can't fucking throw. And, um, yeah, he is – he's built like a question mark. And, uh, well, anyway, if I'm going to take anything from this game, it's that Najee Harris, I'm calling it early, might be a hot take, play of the year, absolute nasty stiff arm, toss him like Josh Norman. I think he probably did it even worse than – uh. Uh, fucking Derrick Henry did, but yeah, I guess if I'm going to take one good thing out of this game, it was that. Go Steelers. 
Your you guys' run game is still dog shit, though. He had 38 fucking yards. He did really good in the passing game, though. So, suck my dick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, this team reminds me, like, the colors and everything so much of Iowa because you have a fucking quarterback with literally cement in his shoes that doesn't know how to move outside the pocket at all. Their defense is good, but – like, other, like, just the quarterback and the defense, and it's like your offense is just – it's hard to watch sometimes, watching Big big Ben back there control this thing. And same as, like, Iowa sometimes watching Petras run around in the backfield, try to run around in the backfield, probably get sacked. It's hard to watch, and that's really what Steelers do. But Raiders, they'll come down to earth once they start playing their division because that's a good fucking division. How about them Raiders, though, Joe? How about them Raiders? Shout you know, out Chris Gull at Diecast. Uh, he is one of our Mexican friends, guaranteed to be Ravens. Not Raiders fan. That's not racist at all. Um, I'm actually really good friends with them guys. But anyway, um, yeah, shout out Raiders fans everywhere. Peace out. Peace out, baby. Case but uh, actually, actually, one good thing to take away from this game, though, is that Derek Carr is having a hell of a year right now. Um. I mean, yeah, he won against the injured Steelers team, but he slung it against the Steelers all game long. Like, yeah, uh, they really? Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, he threw for 380 yards. Yeah. And Waller only had, what, like 80 yards, too? But the thing no, is... With... 60. Yeah, we kind of locked him up. I bet no other team can do that. Yeah, but other teams can also um, beat the Raiders. It's just you guys couldn't. But, you know, back to the game. Um... Steelers offense picked up right where they left off in week one. Besides Deontay Johnson, had a great game. The only bad thing about Deontay Johnson is they had him in the game when the game was over, and they're down by two scores, and there's 10 seconds, and they throw it to him, and then he gets tackled and gets hurt. I don't think it's a bad injury is what I've been told, but – Questionable. Yeah. So, at the, like, at that point of the game, like, what's the point of even putting your starters in? Like, what are you playing for at that point? Like, just, like, just kneel the ball because they were down by, like, nine, too. But, yeah, um, I guess no more undefeated start like last year, Joey. But it's probably a good thing, though. I tell you what, you guys remember when Derek Carr's, David, Derek Carr's brother, David Carr, like I don't know how many years ago it was, thought, said his top five quarterbacks in the league and he put De- Derek Carr in there. He might be on to something, maybe. Well, like no, another take. Years uh, ago, though. That was, I was watching first five. take today on ESPN, and Keyshawn Johnson said if he could – um, rank in order or like rank Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. Like right now, who the best quarterbacks are? He, he, he'd go Derek Carr one, Russell Wilson two, Kyler Murray three. That's why he doesn't have a fucking job in the NFL. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. That is the dumbest thing I've fucking heard. Have you seen what Kyler Murray has been doing? What? Like, no, I'm talking about to this guy. I'm not talking Jesus to you. Jesus Christ. Like, why the <laughs> two birds, one clone has way more fucking knowledge in one host than the entire ESPN has. I can't fucking watch it anymore. It's terrible. terrible. That's a terrible take. Like, they just hire these personalities who don't even do their fucking job. Like, it is beyond pathetic. I, yeah, I can't. The thing is, like, let's say he says that now. To Derek Carr comparing to like, like Aaron Rodgers and let's say Josh Allen, because two guys that haven't had great starts. Then it's like okay, maybe he's talking about this year. But you're gonna say Kyler Murray and Russ, who have had amazing starts to the season, like MVP starts. And you're gonna fucking say that that's dumber fuck. Yeah, come the fuck on. <laughs> I, I, whatever. Uh... Actually, the only thing I can stand about ESPN though is they hired Ashley Brewer, the night host of Sports Center. Uh, if you guys read my DMs to her, it's <laughs> it's, uh, Bonk. it's a sight to Yeah, see. sounds like you need a bonk. Well, if you look up Ashley Brewer, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, speaking of uh, beautiful women, two quarterbacks, Mac Jones' sister and Zach Wilson's girlfriend, are very beautiful. But the story of this game, Patriots Jets, Patriots won twenty-five to six. If you take, if you draft a Jets quarterback, you're drafting him to be a ghostbuster because these guys just, for some reason, they see ghosts better than anybody else in the world. 
And, I mean, they only need, like, I think there's four members in the Ghostbusters. They only need two more rookie quarterbacks, and they'll just be an extinction of ghosts. Because these guys throw interceptions. I'm pretty sure the Jets pay them money to throw interceptions. And Bill Belichick showed his daddy was again, and the fucking Patriots won by a lot. Uh, I took I took Patriots spread though, so way to cover. Zach Wilson still threw from yards to Mac Jones though. Well, because That's... Mac Jones is game manager. <laughs> At least Mac Jones didn't throw four picks. He literally. <coughs> Sorry. Um, he literally just hands the ball. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's a bad thing. That's what you do with kind of a rookie quarterback. Protect him almost to start the year instead of just letting him loose and throw. No, oh, I. Here's the thing, though, with that, what I said. I'm going to take that back. Because Peyton Manning, his rookie year, didn't he lead the league in interceptions, I think? Maybe. Yeah, Zach he Wilson. Did. He had two more I mean, picks than he had two yeah, more picks than I'm, I'm going to take that back when I say um, maybe it's good to throw a guy out there, just let him sling the fucking ball around, learn from it, be like, okay, can't do that. And they'll get better every year. He's not going to get worse. You know, we I'm going to have to disagree with that. The only thing Zach Wilson has going for him right now is his nickname that I found on Twitter the other night. The Mormon the Mormon <laughs> Missile. That's about the only thing that's good on him right now. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Pause. No, he is. You, like, I think you're gay if you disagree with that. Disagree with that statement. I think Zach Wilson would have better success modeling for a sixth grade math book than he would have in the NFL. Easy. Because yeah. he looks terrible right now. I mean, granted, he is in the probably worst system in the NFL. Solid a defensive coach. You look like those interceptions, though. Like, you can't blame them on his O line <laughs> or his receivers. Like, they were like 10 yards to the right or 10 yards over. Like, is he colorblind? Like, he's seeing ghosts. It wasn't I, great. I know. Like Those he needs, he needs bad. to take a page out of Winston's book. Well, actually, he kind of had a rough game, but yeah, we'll get needs, to that. He needs to invest in some LASIK eye surgery because he looked terrible. Well, speaking of fucking LASIK eye surgery, remember when the Saints blew out the Packers last week? Well, they lost to the Panthers twenty-six to seven. I started Jameis this week. I even said that he was due to throw interceptions, and he. And now he's hot on throwing interceptions because he threw fucking two. Um, but yeah, Panther Christian McCaffrey, like what Jack was saying about uh, Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey is getting given uh, this confidence to all you white kids out there who don't think you're fast enough. Um, Christian McCaffrey, that that's somebody great person to look up to. Yeah, Winston. It's like when you throw when you, the guy like him throws five touchdowns. He, he, there's no way he doesn't go at least two or three interceptions the next game. Like, he's he's a definition of due because he's a 50-50 guy on interception touchdowns, which is awesome because he's going to throw a ton of touchdowns. But they looked fucking terrible. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass the ball. They, it was just a terrible game by the Saints. And I said that. I was like, there's no way that they, everyone's going to overreact. And I didn't bet on it. Probably fucking should have. Maybe I would have won a bet, but. James Winston about back next week. Yeah, I'm looking at the box score right now. Um, Jameis Winston was their leading rusher with 19 yards. Like, where was where was Kamara? Or their leading receiver had one catch for 27 yards. Like, I mean, they probably when when did they score their touchdown? Like the last drive of the game, probably. It says this in the It's probably against like no. I think it was early fourth because I remember Jameis uh, running in that touchdown. Then I'm like, wait, he might be relevant this week in fantasy, but that was literally all they did. So, yeah, this game, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't even like really worth watching. Besides, Kirsten Caffrey balling out for the mitochondria in fantasy this week. But yeah, Panthers two and zero. Are they a relevant team? Probably not. They played the Texans on Thursday without Tyrod Taylor, so they're going to stay uh, stay irrelevant. But, you know, shout out to Matt Rule. Oh, King Rule. He rules, man. He rules. King, King Rule. Next game, Niners-Eagles. Hey, uh, remember when both of these teams scored a shit ton of points last week? Well, this week they did the exact opposite. Uh now they can't even dra- drop a combined 30. Uh, on the stat sheet, you look at it, it doesn't seem like Hurts played that good, but 
Luke as my witness. I was I sang "Hurt So Good" at least three times um, this game, and but like I said, the stat sheet didn't prove it. The Niners pulling out. Um, yeah, uh, cry Eagles cry on the road to misery. I'm not gonna spell misery right now. I need out a spell check, but <laughs> yeah, they um. It was a shit show. It, but the thing is, I had Eagles covered, and they had it because they scored a touchdown. Like, I called back for some fucking dumb reason. And so, that kind of pissed me off. I know Joe had the over. I don't think I did. I might have. But that wasn't even fucking close. Terrible game to watch, especially if you bet on it. What? That's all I got to say. Yeah, this game was tough to watch. Um, I took Eagles money line because, you know, when in doubt, bet on Meek Mill in Philly. But they didn't pan out for me. Um, kind of a shitty game. I, I'm not a believer in the Niners this year. They look bad Neither in week one. And they look bad in week two. I think they'll finish last in their division. Um, but, I mean, I guess they're 2-0, and oh, so kudos to them. Well, the Eagles, they had a 91-yard play and didn't score one point from it. If that ain't fucking Eagles, I don't know what it is. But they'll be back next week. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, next game, Buccaneers-Falcons. The Buccaneers covered, and that was a lot of points. Uh, it was great fantasy days for a lot of owners in this game. Cordell Patterson out of the woodworks just being relevant and shit, and good for him. Uh, obviously, Gronk and Brady and Mike Evans, they all balled out and – yeah, the Buccaneers took care of business, almost dropped a 50-burger. Uh, yeah, Buccaneers 2-0, couldn't expect anything less. Yeah, their defense, they, I think they had two defensive touchdowns, maybe three. I don't even know. It was a lot. But, yeah, they just balled out. And Falcons, good for them putting up 25 points. They're getting there. Yeah, well, this game was actually a lot closer <laughs> than the box score looked because it was a three-point game in the fourth quarter. And then – Matt Ryan proceeds to throw, like, two pick sixes. But yep. besides the fact, I mean, it's a division game in the NFL. No matter how good or how bad a team is, it's always going to be, like, a hard-fought, close game. But, I mean, it's the Buccaneers and the Falcons, for Christ's sake. I think we all knew what was going to happen there. Next game, Vikings-Cardinals. Hey, remember when the Cardinals killed the Super Bowl contending Titans last week and the Vikings also lost to the fucking Bengals? Well, the Vikings actually almost won this game. But in typical Vikings fashion, they missed a chip shot field goal at the end of the game. Um, unbelievably funny. I called, I FaceTimed Bino right after he cowered out and didn't answer it. Uh, Bryce was just, like, he literally called it. So he like wasn't even that disappointed, but he was cussing at the TV a lot while they're like on their scoring drives and shit. Um, I, I guess I don't feel bad for Vikings fans because they're fucking idiots. They played a great game against Cardinals. I even, I think I even said that uh, Kirk Cousins is due to have like a huge game because he has one of these every year. But uh, yeah, Cardinals pulled out a tight one. Yeah, uh, I just want to say this though. That's for all the Vikings fans out there. Beast and Dave made a parlay, and they both bet against the Vikings. They had Cardinals minus three and a half. Their own team. Bad look. That that is that's a tough look for the Vikings, which I understand because they don't really win much. And, but wow, that that's all I gotta really say is like that's terrible. But Kyler Murray, just look at this now. Threw for four hundred yards. That's a lot. But Derek Carr's better, so. Yeah, well, Dave's not even a Vikings fan, though. <laughs> I, like, a month ago, me and him got into it because he was chirping me. So then I snapped on him, and I was I like, all right, that. Dave. And, all right, Dave, name the Vikings head end. Go. He goes, well, uh, you see, uh, well, uh, see, um, yeah, uh, and then he's like, <laughs> I don't know. So, like, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't really count that. Uh, Vikings 0-2, tied with the Lions, bottom of the basement, boy. Um, I think both teams actually played well in this game. I don't think one team necessarily played bad. I think they're like both actually like solid teams, though. Um, the Vikings just had a shitty week one, but I mean it was good for fantasy purposes. This game was, especially if you had Kyler Murray oh, yeah. too. How many picks did Kyler Murray throw? I don't have the box score up. Oh, uh, he had two. Two. 
But he also threw 400 yards. Yeah, so it kind of makes up for it. But, yeah, Jack, I know you have him fancy. I had him last year fancy. And there'd be times he'd go into halftime with, like, five points for me. And then all of a sudden end up with, like, 30 or 40. It's like he just fucking does that sometimes. Like, you know what? I'm just going to take over and throw 400 yards this half. But he does that whole game. Next game, we got uh, Cowboys versus Chargers. So, uh, remember when these two teams had elite offenses and kind of mediocre defenses? Well, the exact opposite happened this week. Um, They combined for 37 points. Well, anyway, the Cowboys' Greg Zerline rolls out of bed and nails one from the fucking logo and wins a game for the Cowboys. Uh, And, Luke, um, what's your take on Tony Pollard? I know you're a big Zeke guy, but Tony Pollard's looking kind of nice right now, isn't he? Oh, you want to know my take? Uh, Zeke played 70-80% of the snaps, so... Yeah, but as long as I get the volume... Can't complain about that. Pollard ran well on his attempts, but he got outplayed, like, percentage-wise, snaps-wise. So, can't complain too much. But, anywho, uh, Chargers should have won this game. Every time they fucking scored or did something good, it got called back for a flag or some shit. Like, they literally shot themselves in the foot. It was terrible. We were watching – we saw the end of this game, Joe. It was like every time they'd go to their coach uh, just yelling – at the refs because it was terrible. Every single play was getting called, and they had the chance to win basically the whole fourth quarter, and they just couldn't fucking score a touchdown because of that, all the penalties. But, yeah, Cowboys win. It's never a good sign when Cowboys win. Yeah, this game was kind of depressing. I mean, everyone came into it thinking like a 35-35 game. But then both – I mean, Cowboys scored 14 right away and then didn't do anything till the fourth quarter and kicked the field goals. The Chargers didn't do anything either. They just kicked a bunch of field goals, basically, and scored a touchdown. But, I mean, just like the Raiders fans, uh, some of their brothers and sisters, they are Cowboys fans. Shout out to the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're one and one. Have a good shot at winning Division two. so I guess we'll see where that goes. Next game, we have the Titans and Seahawks. Uh, remember when the Seahawks poured it on a great defense in the Colts last week? And do you also remember when the Titans looked like a Catholic nun flag football team against Cards last week? Well, uh, the Titans ended up beating the Seahawks. They won overtime 33-30, to and uh, Derrick Henry just popped off again. I mean, we're going to have these weeks this year where Derrick Henry is virtually unstoppable, and this is one of them. This game was bullshit because um, Julio scored a fucking touchdown. If you fucking look at the replay and everything, I don't know how the refs fucked it up so much. We were talking about the refs earlier in this podcast. They literally blew – they lost me the game for fantasy. I would have won if you would have called that a touchdown because it was a touchdown by Julio. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. I'm just really pissed off that they fucked that up for me because Julio scored a touchdown and they didn't count it. Yeah, well, I mean – I know you said how the Seahawks poured it on the Titans last week, Joey. I mean, or they poured it on the Colts. So, well, they poured it on the Titans this week, too. Like, Seahawks by no means. Yeah, they played good. Offense. Yeah. Yeah, they scored 30 points, rushed for, through for 340 yards. But uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, King or Derrick Henry, 182 rushing yards. Going into that fourth quarter, though, he had, like, 40 rushing yards. It's yeah, just it was terrible. Well, Derrick Henry's best quarters of his career are the third and fourth. Because uh, I'm not speaking from experience here, but if I was like an NFL safety and I'm like dog tired by the end of the fourth quarter and I see that monstrosity of a human coming at me full speed for the 50th time in the past two hours, I would simply just lay down and call it a day. So that's why Henry has these big games. Because in the second half, if they're like in a spot that they can actually, like, run the ball and, like, drain out the clock, he's just going to go off. Because it was literally, like, eight yards carry. And then he busted off, like, that 70-yarder to, like, basically seal the deal for his rushing yards, at least. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Luke, actually, about that uh, Julio Jones touchdown, I don't know if it was a touchdown. Yeah, it was. He got a toe down. A toe Yeah, but his heel was out. 
He, he touched his but toe like, first. See, he tapped his toe. Like a toe I mean, oh, oh, my God. I was ready to do an argument. I said, okay, beast. Wow, that's fucking habit. But anyway. He touched but, his toe. Yeah, like, what Luke's saying, like, there's so many, like, toe-tap catches, like, on sidelines and shit. Why wouldn't the same thing occur in the back of the end zone? It is a fucking touchdown because he, he had his one toe down, and he tapped his other one down, and then he, then he planted. He touched two toes down, and then he fucking fell down and touched his heel. It's a touchdown. His heel was still, I think, almost in. Could It was so damn close, you could have called it. They already – they called it a touchdown first, too. And then they reviewed it and called it against it. But look at the picture. His, he, his whole foot might have still been in. It is that fucking close, and you, you still overturned it. I'll go. Next game, Chiefs versus Ravens. Hey, uh, remember when the Chiefs scored a will on the Browns, and do you also remember when the Ravens couldn't even beat the Raiders last week? Well, Lamar and John or Jim, John Harbaugh, right? Yeah, he they have fucking guts. They played with guts I've never seen them have before. Lamar just wanted to win this game so bad. He made every play he had to make. And I I owe an apology to you too. I know I fucking snapped on you two last week saying that Lamar is going to have a shit game. They're going to be down the entire time. Well, they ended up winning and now I made a side bet with Luke and now I have to wear a fucking mask. All all next week Sunday when I watch football. So uh well anyway, I apologize. But the last thing I want to end off with is did you see that Jackson Mahomes thing where he fucking poured water on people? I would sue so fucking quick. I I'm like on the Raven side, which this will be the only time I'm on the Raven side all season. But Jackson Mahomes has seen his brother lose like a combined like three fucking times since he's been in the NFL, and he gets this butthurt over one loss that they lost by one point. Like, get over yourself. Go make a fucking TikTok in the box seats or something. Wow. Uh, uh, no, I love watching. I love watching him. There's like nothing better. Because he, when he needs to take over, literally third and fourth quarter, he'll just run the ball every time he drops back. And the thing, what's unique about the Ravens is when they're down, you think you force them to pass, but they're they're like, no, we're just gonna run it down your throat because that's what we're best at, and then we're get eight yards every time with whatever running backs in the game, and then if we drop back to pass, Lamar will just scramble for fifteen. So it's basically the same as passing, and it I he played unbelievable, and he came up big like Joey said he can't do, he can't win a, any big games. He's he's a terrible quarterback, Joe said. Well, he didn't fucking look like it last in prime time against the Chiefs. So, death yeah. taxes, Chiefs don't cover as well. Yeah, that second half, like I was trying to do homework Sunday night, and I was like, "All right, once second half starts, I'll get on my computer and do homework." But I was like, there literally wasn't a point in the game because it literally just went back and forth, back and forth. And then Luke's boy Clyde fumbles at the end, fumbles the bag, and fumbles the game, which basically. I think, like, lost it for him, basically. Oh, it did. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was a fucking crazy game. Um, Ravens showed that, like, that week one game against the Raiders, like, was a fluke. But Ravens are legit. And I wouldn't be surprised one bit if these guys, if these two teams would play in, like, the AFC Championship this year. Holy shit, Jack. Yep. It's yep. one fucking no, this, game. This team's good. Well, who, can Ravens, and like, who can the Ravens? I know they're gonna have games this year where they just don't perform. What teams? What like, what I, teams... I'll admit, like the Ravens have like insane potential. Like they could beat anybody, but I just don't fucking. I can't see it. AFC teams like with how deep like, the AFC is. Deep. Okay, the Chiefs. You have the Chiefs. You have the Browns. Browns, Bills, Chargers. Bills, Chargers aren't doing. They were anything. Chargers ain't contending with the Ravens right now. Well, I mean, they they could easily see them so in the that's playoffs. Not, that's not it's too be deep. a tough game. That's not very deep. No, but that's a lot of contenders I just named off. Titans. Like four. Titans are not that. Titans. Titans can't stop Lamar. Titans look. Titans look bad right now. Titans defense is so bad, so bad. I'm just saying these are all like teams that are contenders at the no. Races. Titans they're are not a contender. They could easily win against. All right. Titans. Titans are not contenders. Chiefs are the Ravens. Yes, they, are. they have been since they got Lamar. Yeah, but so have, like, the Titans. And every, there's a reason why the Ravens haven't been in the AFC Championship yet. 
Like they still have the same teams they have to go through, and the Browns are even better. Like it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for every fucking team. It's tough to make it to the Super Bowl. But they yeah. still are contenders. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't really say any could... team in the NFL has an easy road to yeah. the Super Bowl. How, how no, are they not No, you guys are getting me wrong. I'm just you saying said... this Ravens team, like what have they done to be Joe. like actual like what have they done better than like years before where you don't they're think they're be You contenders? don't think they're contenders. I mean, I think they could make the AFC championship. So they're contenders. Team, but there's they're not well, yeah, but so are the other teams in the AFC. Yeah, we never said they weren't. But when Jack said they're contenders, you just snapped on him. Like, no, they're fucking not. Like, they're the worst well, team I'm in the Well, I'm just saying, AFC. like, that's really fucking, like, <laughs> he said he he could, like, easily see the Ravens and Chiefs AFC Championship game. I'm I just could. Saying, like, what have they done? I think everyone could but a Steelers fan. They beat the Chiefs. That's what they've done. Oh, they beat, okay, cool. they beat the And Chiefs. the fucking Bears beat the Buccaneers last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is the thing is with the Chiefs and the Ravens here. The Bucks last year we played them what like week like three. They literally just got their whole brand new team, whatever, figuring shit out. Chiefs had had the same team for how many years? Ravens had the same team for how many years? They run the piss out of the ball. They have a good defense. That's really how you win. Fucking that's what wins you these games. Like honestly, if you have a good run game and you have a fucking uh good defense, that's how you get to the damn Super Bowl. Next game, Giants football team. Uh, real nail-biter here. Football team pulls away for the one-point victory. I don't even remember this game. I'm pretty sure I played Xbox with Derek while this was going on. I really could not give a less fuck about this game, but I wanted the football team to win. They didn't cover, which is a real kick in the dick. But, um, yeah, Scary Terry, Scary Terry and uh, Taylor Heineke or whatever, they're – Dangerous duo, man. Yeah, I don't think either of these teams uh, will do anything this year, like, obviously. But Danny Dimes can run the fucking piss out of the ball, though. He Fastest guy in the, in the NFL, though. You can't forget that. <laughs> it's a stat. That cast. Next-gen stats, my bad. Next-gen stats, they literally said it. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> next-gen stats. That's the worst fucking thing that ever came to the NFL. That's all I gotta say. That Danny dives next. Michael Vick next. Lamar. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, overall, though, this was a crazy game. Um. Well, uh, Washington they kicked a field goal to win it, but like the first time, but they missed it. But then one of the Giants guys jumped offsides, and then Washington got another chance at it, made it. So. If that just doesn't sum up New York sports in one play right there, I don't think I know what will. Um, besides the fact, though, Heineke, best backup in all of football. He has fucking guts. I love him. Yeah. If I had one team, if I had to, like, pick up one player off the waiver wires to start for my team in the playoffs and had to be, like, a backup, Taylor <laughs> Heineke's my guy. But – I mean, good game by the football team. Granted, it was the Giants, but, you know, I guess the win's a win in the NFL. Uh, Dustin Hopkins is better than DeAndre Hopkins. Well, anyway. They're, they're brothers. Uh, we'll break down our gambling uh, slate from last week, and then we'll be done with the episode. But, uh, so, guys, um, as you can tell about my recap, we did not have good weeks whatsoever. But – so, with our farm games, we installed a new rule where if you win your farm game, you get two wins. If you lose it, then you lose two. So, I won five games this week. But with my farm boost, I won seven. Luke won five games this week, but he lost his farm game, so he only won three. And then Jack also lost his farm game, but he won eight games, so he's now at six and nine on the week. So that brings our total records to Joey at 16 and 5, Luke 12 and 19, and Jack at 13 and 18. Wow, ouch, so, ouch, that hurt. Luke, Jack came back and he's now in second place and I'm only a game above 500, but I'm sitting at first. It's bad. Oh, and one more thing to break down, last week on games we agreed on, we were 4 and 2. This week we were uh, let's see. We were two, five, and one draw. So, I'm, one uh, 
I'm a college stop. football analyst expert. So we're still smarter than them dumb fucks at ESPN. So yep. any last words before we call her an episode? No, I'm good. Um, All right. Bear down. <laughs> All righty. Uh, well, tune in Saturday. We're going to be dropping a new episode. Uh, thanks, guys. This kid is a game. He's a Okay, and send it. And all he does is win. All he does is win. One more day.